You find yourself wandering through a dark forest. The air is cool, damp, and utterly still. Not even a leaf falls to break the eerie silence around you. A thick layer of mist covers what would normally be a bustling, lively forest floor. Your eyes dart around, the faint light of the moon, your only aid in your desperate hunt for the shadows and things conjured by your mind. Your breathing, hushed and low, echoes across the trees surrounding you, your heartbeat a staccato rhythm against your ribs. You close your eyes, trying to find some measure of calm and peace. As you intake a breath, your heart stopping its frantic beat, you feel the hair on the back of your neck raise as you freeze locked in place, trying to locate whatever it is raising your internal alarms. Welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I'm Gav, and this is Chris. Hi. This is Neff. Hello. Come, take a journey with us. Happy Halloween, everyone. Woo! We're, we're a week early for Halloween, so... Yeah, but we're not going to have a show next that. week, so it's fine. We're not going to... Theoretically, we won't have a show next week. Yeah, so we decided. I decided to do a Halloween intro this week. It, it's it's a, it's a writing prompt adventure. Yay! Gav is good at writing. I do writing things sometimes. He is ridiculously good at writing. I, I do writing things sometimes, but I'm also a burnout and a slacker that <laughs> has no drive to do anything. Also, super um, good with storytelling. I do my best work when I'm uh, desperately under the gun trying to figure out what the characters need to do. Oh, like every single D&D session we've ever done? I mean, that's always D&D. It's all <laughs> D&D at all times. No, but I mean, like, every single D&D session we've ever done. <laughs> uh, so we have got... Uh, a kind of short show. We're going to see if we just kind of go off on some tangents as we go on, but uh, we don't have a whole lot of news this week, so uh, we'll see if this ends up being like a shorter show than normal. Uh, maybe like a throwback episode length. Um, I mean, who so, knows? Gavin uh, and I might just say to just randomly start talking about lore. We could do that. Or we could just wait until Halloween and talk about the most uh, horrific lore we can think of. Do a bonus do a bonus episode next week do on Saturday. Bonus, do a little bonus set then, I'm up for that. Oh, oh we I we could totally do a Halloween episode and, and everybody has to dress up. Hey, I... Penny Kids, welcome to the stream. So I would hey. like to I would like to point out that most costumes don't fit my fat ass. <laughs> you just wear your onesie. Wear your Murloc onesie! I will just Done. wear my I will wear my Murloc onesie. There we go, there's my costume. I'll put on a mask. <laughs> I love your masks. Your chicken mask I is terrifying. The owl mask? Yeah, yes, that one is absolutely oh, terrifying. Oh, <laughs> the hyperbeast. No birds. Um, I think it's on the floor somewhere. I'm not going to go find it right now, but we're going to talk about our last no two birds. weeks first. Of all. Yeah. We're going to talk about the last two weeks. Seth. Hey, uh, Chris, what have you been up to the last two weeks, buddy? Uh, planning ways to cut and murder Seth, um, but also uh, playing a lot of World of Warcraft uh, pre-patches. I had a lot of characters to customize. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I had mm -hmm. way too many characters to customize. Uh, so Oddly enough, done. I only had one. 
Oddly enough, I only had one character I wanted to customize. So I did. So here's the thing. Most of my characters are Blood Elves, Volpera, Xandalari Trolls, or... Uh, Nightborn. So obviously, only the one, the only ones that really got anything out of those were the Blood Elves. And I have one yeah, undead. The, I have one undead, but I love, I love her. She's cool. The Nightborn got some stuff, but it's very basic comparative to the rest of it. Yeah, they, like, it was, but they've said two, that, I think, cosmetic choices. The thing is, I understand why because they're brand new. So it's like you know, yeah, they can get it later. But they've already said they're going to bring yeah. bring in options for them as well at some point. Well, so. it's just it's it's just like goblins and worgen. I've been they did goblins of worgen, yeah. And then they did the updates for the rest of the models. Which, by the way, again, the worgen updates so fucking good. <laughs> um, oh yeah. When it comes to like just playing WoW, I've been leveling a druid on US just because. I've also started a hunter over there just because. I was leveling a void elf priest on Europe because some of my friends are on the alliance now, so I want to have something to play with them with. Um, yeah, just a lot of leveling, and I've been doing some of the odd mythics here and there, and they've been fun. Still super disappointed with uh, my circuit of disappointment. It's still extremely disappointing. But that hasn't changed in like a year and a half so far, so... Yeah, yeah I don't think it's ever really changed. <laughs> um, I... Okay, so we can blame Merc for this one. I've jumped into the Division 2 again... And yeah, I've noticed. I've been having a lot of fun, actually. Like, stupid amounts of fun. Merc helped me set up a healing build. Um, and, yeah, it's just... You know what I'm like? If I can heal in something, I'll play a lot of it. So mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing. And it's really, really fun. And there's so many cosmetics in that game, so I love it. Uh, other than that, working, not wanting to talk to people because of working, and watching a lot of Netflix. I've been watching The Crown on Netflix. It's been really good. I still haven't watched a whole lot of stuff. Um, my wife and I are sitting down and watching Blade of the Immortal on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, the anime that they redid, they, the, the anime they did for it, uh, which has been great because I love the original manga. Well, Star Trek Discovery kicked off as well since the last show, and that in the UK that shows up on Netflix. So I've been watching that, and oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I just want more. I hate episodic shows. I don't like it anymore. It just needs to. It just needs to all be there for me to binge. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. See, and it's like, and it's like, yeah, I I haven't watched Discovery, and I don't really think I really want to. I don't know. I I don't know. I like Picard was good. I liked Picard. Picard was great. And I like Picard. Um, I, I I liked it, so I might give Discovery a second chance. But that would require me to get CBS so All Access what? and fuck that noise. Oh no! Just use a VPN and connect to U U UK Netflix. Um, what I would say about Discovery is that it is it the first season. It's it's a good show but it doesn't feel like Star Trek. Mm -hmm. The second season's where they really hit their stride and it starts feeling more like Star Trek. There's comedy again. Um, there's episodic stuff, but it's all hooked into the overarching story. And that seems to be continuing with, um, I just, with season I, three. The whole, premise, the whole premise of it just kind of like struck me as wrong. Because it's like, oh yeah, hey, we have this super advanced warp drive before warp drives are really a big thing. It's not and really... They, they, I, I, if I remember correctly, they do... They, 
They do tactical mini jumps in battle. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so Discovery. Okay, so anyone who's not watched Discovery or doesn't care about it, that's fine. Anyone who doesn't hasn't. Spoilers, but it's a case of the mycelial spore drive. They've explained it. They've explained it away in canon, um, because it doesn't technically exist anymore. If you so okay. with season two, they completely explain why we've never heard of it and why it's does it's not a thing and it's not all of that. They've, Season two, it all makes complete canonical sense after season two. But if you're even thinking of going back to watch it, I don't want to tell you why. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm pretty certain if you're talking about the season two finale, I, that's already been spoiled because I don't really give a shit about the show. So, no, it's it's also tangential because we're already three minutes into the show and we're talking about Star Trek for some reason. Star Trek's great. That's why you do it. <laughs> yep. And, uh, hey, Neth. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, there's, there's, there hasn't been a better time to be a Trekkie. There's so many shows that are starting and going concurrently right now. It's brilliant. Um, I, I believe I believe what you mean to say is Trekker, Chris? Trekkie? Trekker. Trekkie? We're, we're, we're going to fight this battle now. No, we're not. Okay, hey, Neth. That, that, that's a very old argument in the Star Trek community, Chris. If they're Trekkies or Trekkers. I'm okay Very with Trekker. I'm okay with Trekker. Hey, Neff. How you been? Great. We, we sure it's my turn? Yeah, it is your turn now. <laughs> yes, go ahead. All right. Last two weeks, I got older. I played some Call of Duty, Warzone, and multiplayer. <laughs> um, logged into WoW for... <laughs> logged into WoW and visited the barbershop for my main and a few of my alts. Um, leveled a tiny bit on my mage because I was surprised to find that she was in her mid-40s, so she's only got a tiny bit left to go. Um, very quickly discovered that I can't do anything because she had fuck all for gear, um, so I needed to go buy her some gear and I'll go back to trying to level her now, but she's not, like, gimped as fuck. Um, but yeah, other than that, didn't do too much. That's not too bad. Could have been a lot worse. Um, so everybody, wish if you weren't here this week, I mean, let's please make sure that we're gonna go ahead and wish Neth a belated happy birthday. Yay, you're older. Woo! <laughs> Yay, I'm older. Yay. Um, I, 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 I yeah, I'm gonna be a good person. I was gonna sing, and I'm not going oh, to. Oh, please. Please don't. Uh, not because I don't think you would have a good singing voice, but just because, please don't. Um, I, I'm also going to do Kevin's last two weeks because Kevin did a nice thing. I know, right? Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? So Kevin sent me a birthday gift that is ridiculous. Probably... Oh, it's, it's hands down fucking over the top ridiculous, and he spent way too much money. But it also has to be probably one of the most suited to me gifts that I have ever gotten. It was so ever. you. Now, and like, it's so I'm gonna, me. I'm going to tell you right now, he bounced that off of me at one point. He was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to get her. And I was just like, that's a good idea. Like, it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, so he sent me um, Ubisoft artwork specifically from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is my favorite. Featuring Cassandra, who I played when I played through it, 
but she's also in the in the art that he chose she's rocking a bow and it's got a very hunter vibe to it so it just like is just everything and it's so fucking cool i i think neff would have like like physically come down to the u.s for me and then taking a trip to scotland to like beat you up if we had shit talked kevin this week so yep yep so we're not going to because kevin's kevin, a nice respectful kevin did, kevin did a really he, good job he, he did a very good thing kevin yep. was like, super good today yeah. <laughs> and and seriously way too much money but like we, i we shit I, on Kevin all the time. We do. But we we know that he is a good guy. We don't say it enough, though. We we do shit. Guy. We do shit on him, but I will say he, when it comes to his friends, he does have a really good heart because I've seen some of the stuff that he has sent Chris mm -hmm. for presents yep. and other stuff that he has done for you guys that I've heard about, and he he, he does take care of his friends. It he just does. I I was not expecting this at all. Adult. He is uh he is our goodest boy. He is. Like he when is he said to me, boy. "Oh, I sent you a when I when he said, oh, I sent you a birthday gift." I was like, ah, "I'm scared." <laughs> no, okay, no, seriously though, Kevin is uh, one of the best people. He, he is. He is our goodest boy and our and one of our bestest buds. Mm -hmm. So uh, we wouldn't, Chris. You and I wouldn't have been able to put up with him for what has been six years now. Yeah, about that. Five years. Five years, six. Five six years. Like it's been almost two for me. Yeah, like. Chris and I have been putting Chris, Kevin, and I have put up with each other for a very for quite a while at this point. Yeah. All thanks to our good friend Russian. I don't know if I told you guys either, but this thing's not small. It's it's two yeah, feet I know. by about a foot and a half. Like, oh it's, yeah, no. It's, he sent me the link to it, and I was like, "That's fucking it. huge." Like, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I can see it from where I'm sitting, and I'm just sitting here staring at it again now. <laughs> You'll take a picture of it and put it on the the Discord for people to see it. Uh, yeah, I totally will. I'll actually post it right now in general because I have a picture of it on my phone. Uh, so Kevin is currently out. Uh, he's he's away from home right now, so he's uh, out taking care of some stuff uh, elsewhere in the U.S. So hi, Kevin. When you uh, do the editing on this, how you do how we you doing, buddy? We said nice things about you. <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was a change. But now we, it's also like it's can, also like we say we cannot we, guarantee it will happen again two weeks from now. But I mean, we said nice things about so, you. The thing is though, we say nice things about Kevin when he does nice things for us, not just like in general. So we're kind of shitty friends. Oh, we are shit people, but we all know that we're shit people, and he knows that we're shit people. Yeah, fair play, fair play. <laughs> we all know um, we're shit people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So was that about it? Was that about uh, all you had going there, Nev? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, myself, I have been playing a little bit of Hearthstone. I need to be playing some more. Um, uh, really haven't played any WoW. I started leveling a Zandalari Paladin because I had unlocked Zandalari already uh, before the pre-patch went live. Um, and I got discouraged when a bug I don't know if it's a bug or if it's just weird fuckery with pre-patch level squish, but I can't progress on one of my Legion uh, artifact weapons, so I was just like, fuck this, I'm dope. Put the game down. Took um, your ball and went home. Yeah, exactly. I took my ball and went home. Uh, I've been playing some Call of Duty uh, with with this group of degenerates that we play uh, Rudy 2D point-and-shooty games with. Um, I have also finished my Dark Souls 1 playthrough. I... 
like Dark Souls well enough, but I prefer two uh, and three versus the original. So I just did the singular run through of DS1 uh, and I am now working on my Dark Souls 2 run. I am about a little bit over halfway through the game and I have just over leveled the fuck out of it because I was just I had some trouble at one point. So I am way above the soul memory I'm supposed to be at at this point. So uh, co-op has been non-existent at this juncture. Uh, but I absolutely love the Dark Souls franchise and I decided that I have some spare time because I'm still not working. Um, so I decided to go track down more games to play and I'm replaying Dark Souls because I absolutely love the franchise. Uh, and I am sad I'm not going to get to play Demon Souls, the remaster, because fuck Sony. <laughs> Same reason I still can't play Bloodborne, because fuck Sony. Um... But besides that, I am waiting with bated breath to get my chance to do my DS3 run because I do love DS3, even though it is very frustrating to play sometimes, even more so than the first two games. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's really about all I had to go on this week, uh, these last couple of weeks. Uh, that's it for y'all. Um, not a whole lot going on in the feedback section. Uh, nobody looked up the countries, so sorry, Kevin. Uh, you can add this in post if you want. Yep. <sighs> uh, but we did, uh, we did want to go ahead and talk about one other thing real quick, uh, before we jumped into sort of like the little bit of news slash discussion we're going to be doing today. Um, Extra Life is coming up. Yes. Every, if you don't know what Extra Life is, uh, it is a charity drive that happens. Uh, their uh, big day this year is going to be November 7th, mm -hmm. which is two weeks from now, uh, which I believe is actually two weeks on a Saturday. Yep. So, I think that'll be yeah. Saturday. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be two weeks from now. Uh, Extra Life uh, is a charity that supports the Children's Miracle Network, which is a hospital network, uh, which is a loose uh, organization of hospitals in the U.S. and Canada. Um, they may have other outposts in other areas, but uh, I know for a fact they have outposts. I, I know for a fact that they operate in the U.S. and Canada specifically. Um, and uh, they support children's hospitals. And that's fucking fantastic stuff. You know, you gotta support kids and pediatric hospitals, especially right now. Uh, with how everything's going and everybody's so focused on uh, the, the the big problem going on right now. Nobody wants to... Sometimes some things fall by the wayside. It's not something that's affecting kids as much as it is affecting adults. So kids are still sick. Support them. Uh, we are going to be trying to do a 24-hour live stream event for Extra Life uh, this year. Uh, I believe we are looking at supporting Texas Children's Hospital, which is my local uh, pediatric hospital. And it's also one of the largest ones, one of the largest nonprofits in the US for pediatrics. So uh, we'll have more information about that coming up. Uh, we're gonna be talking, discussing that on the Discord. And uh, yeah, uh, if y'all are interested in uh, helping support a fantastic charity tax ex uh, with a you know tax donation, uh, yeah um with a tax with a tax deductible donation god damn it i can't fucking words right now uh with a tax deductible donation please uh go ahead and do so even if you're not doing it through us uh i know we've got plenty of people that do uh that are part of our community uh and we're part of their communities that do extra life as well so 
wonderful charity, and please can't wait to see what uh, what folks can do. Thank you. Yep, fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Uh, first step. Um. Um, so yes, so even if you're not supporting us, we do have plenty of people that uh, are part of our community and we're part of their communities, like I was saying, that do Extra Life. Uh, I know Seth specifically does Extra Life as well, so it doesn't matter who you're donating to and who you're watching or who you're paying attention to. I mean, Seth, you're welcome to join our team as well. You, um, you well, have been on the podcast. Not only even just that, it's a case of, uh, obviously it'll be on a Saturday, it'll be on a Saturday we normally record, so we'll be doing games and all that, and then we'll probably record the mm -hmm. podcast throughout it as well, and then more games. Yeah, we'll be doing the podcast and then going straight into gaming. Straight on, into on more games. Yeah. Yep. yeah, straight into more games. Uh, that would be a fantastic day to be getting some Tabletop Simulator and other stuff into. I was thinking Secret Hitler. <laughs> yeah, we could do uh, some Secret Hitler or some other stuff. Uh um so uh this it's not <coughs> oh mercy you okay? um, it's not a yeah i'm fine just a little tickle in my throat this week uh so it's not a very light news week but it's not a lot of stuff that we were really wanting to talk about mm -hmm. um uh i would i don't want to go through the bay I, build again <laughs> again but uh pre-patch is live y'all Mm -hmm. That went live last Which week. If I remember correctly, y'all discussed the barbershop. <laughs> yep, and um, some fuckery ensued. Tell us about some, some fuckery. I like the LB fuckery story. The LB fuckery I, story. I, so I hope we hear that story. Uh, so I'm gonna start with Seth, and then mine, and then end with LB's. Um, specifically for Seth, uh, our good friend, also known sometimes as Goof Sephiroth. Uh, been wonderful contributor helps with the show and is also just a wonderful member of our community and other communities uh, he had some problems with the new shadow priest experience um so apparently they get them they get a they don't really have a whole lot of insanity generators at low levels no they don't and they have their big spender so they have devouring plague but they don't have mind flay which is what you use to generate insanity gener usually yeah I feel like so you should have swapped been, those. Yeah, the, the Devouring Plague and Mindflay should have been the other way around. Uh, and Mind Blast is a 12-second cooldown, so you can't really use that to generate a whole lot of uh, insanity. You have to multi-dot everything mm -hmm. and pray you don't die. Which low level is actually pretty easy. Yeah. Like, I know uh, how the game like, goes now. I multi-dotted, yeah. like, 15 things and just let them beat on me, and they just died from the dots. Yeah. But yeah, there, there there are definitely some tuning passes that still need there's some some passes that still need to go through uh, the new leveling the new level experience. Um, people have been talking about how frost DKs are AOE only for yep. like the first ten to fifteen levels. All they have is AOE so abilities. You get you get a frost strike at like fourteen fifteen, and then you get obliterate at like twenty odd. Um, and you only have howling blast initially. It's it's fun to just run around and just AOE everything, and the the fun the, the interesting part about it is that the dot on it is the thing that does all the damage. Because I was looking at mm -hmm. my details when I was leveling my Frost Death Knight, the dot does all the uh, damage. The Howling Blast does fuck all, but the dot rips them down in like two seconds. 
Yeah. Um, so in addition, I am leveling a Zandalari Paladin, as I mentioned. Um, and A, you don't have like any AoE except for Consecrate until the 20s, the mid-20s somewhere. Uh, you don't learn Divine Storm until like 20-something. Which sucks really badly uh, when you're trying to level quickly. Yep. Um, especially if you're leveling through Legion content like I am through my Paladin. Um, yeah, it's not fun because there's a lot of multiples that happen in Legion. Yep. Um, and besides that, I, I picked my ball up and went home and put Paladin down when I found out that I screwed up somehow uh, when I zoned out of when I left the holy weapon scenario, because I'd already done my prop and rat scenarios for the artifacts. Um, and I was doing holy, and I was just like, ah, I got something to do, so I logged off. I came back, and I had been ported back to Dalaran. Um, so the only way to get to the place to do the holy weapon thing is through either having flying there or using a one-time use scroll. <laughs> One charge. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'd already used my charge to get there the first time. I can't get back unless somebody flies me there. Because it was designed with old world flying built in. So you would be leveling through Legion and already have old world flying. Yep. Yep. I spent an hour and a half jumping along all of the cliffs in Tiras Fall Glades trying to get back up there. It's kind of not funny. happening. Not gonna lie, it's it is funny. funny. It's funny as shit. It's funny as shit because I was. <laughs> it's this Zandalari paladin in freaking heirloom gear, just jumping on a wall for an hour, trying to find Whoa, whatever. Trying to find a little that. bit of something to hook onto. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, yes, yeah, so try to find one bad pixel, one bad wireframe somewhere in the world that I can go. Okay, I can wall jump this shit now. Uh, this is not classic where you can get on top of the Iron Forge auction house anymore just by jumping out a wall. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I had a lot of trouble with that. Time before it's open. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Getting back there. Yep. Mm. Um, so that was my problem. LB was locked in a cage for three hours. <laughs> out of context, that is the weirdest shit you've ever said. <laughs> Elby was locked in a cage for three hours. Me so, so LB is also doing Legion content on his rogue. He's he's leveling Legion on his rogue. He's doing one of his artifact weapons. One of the artifact scenarios puts you inside of a cage that you're supposed to get the key from the demon who's guarding the cage right in front of you. You're supposed to be able to reach him and just pickpocket the key. Guess what? You don't get pickpocket until like level 23 or 25 or something like that. Yep. So LB was under that point and could not pickpocket it. So periodically, as I'm sitting there playing games with him and playing games with Kevin and everybody else, we would say something and I'll be like, well, I wish I could do that, except I was locked, except I'm locked in a cage and I can't. <laughs> For like two and a half hours. <laughs> Every time we said something, uh, well, I wish I could help, but I'm locked in a cage. It was great. Uh, apparently, according to him, supposedly it's been hot fixed at this point because originally he actually had to use the pickpocket ability. Now, apparently, the pickpocket ability is showing up in your. Um, 
in your quest log? Well, no, as apparently, a active, like a quest link? initially he said that it was there, but nothing was happening when he was clicking it. Okay, so yeah, uh, it wasn't working, but now it seems to be working. So yay for him! He's I still can't get back anymore. to <laughs> I kill. I still can't get back to Tears Full Glades. I'll have to check though, because I I did start leveling like the day after patch, so. Double Maybe it check. works now. We'll yeah. see. There's, yeah, go back and check. If no, I'm sure someone can fly you up. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not that I even really need the weapon. I'm doing it out of stubborn stubbornness sake. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah. Y'all know. know me. I'm stubborn. <laughs> stubborn. Hell. Stubborn as hell. Um, but yeah, There's so also the shenanigans that um, Snowy posted that the PvP Sea Totem um the elemental it was summoning was still like a level 120 and so it was <gasps> one shotting all the other players Jesus. around it <laughs> because uh, there's been a lot of problems like that there's been a lot of like tuning pass problems where it's like oh yeah we forgot this one ability or this one totem or this one toy or this one thing there's been a lot of those uh so it was a real fun wild west week while uh after pre-patch went live yeah, we're starting raiding on Sunday. God help you. Yeah, we're getting back into the swing of it to see if we remember how to raid. <laughs> um, and in addition, so another another thing uh, about Shadowlands and pre-patch and the whole delay. Um, Ex-Lopering Azeroth has been delayed. Did I spell it wrong? Or are you being a dick? Uh, you spelled it wrong. Okay. You spelled it ex-loppering. I spelled but it... exploring... <laughs> the second one is spelled correctly. Yes. Yes, the second one is spelled correctly. The first one wasn't. That's why I pointed <laughs> it out specifically. Ex-loppering? We're ex-loppering Azeroth. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, exploring Azeroth was delayed. Uh, this is this is an older one, but I thought we should still mention it. Um, exploring Azeroth was delayed um, when the expansion was delayed so the initial launch date for this book was supposed to be the 20th of would you like October? to explain what exploring azeroth is yes so exploring azeroth is a upcoming book by krista golden and it will feature many characters that we're all familiar with matthias shaw um flynn, we flynn fairwind try to get my words out and it goes through lore and stuff for all of the eastern kingdoms well this book will anyway um and it'll go from like uh, Edward Van Cleef, stuff like that. It's, it's it seems a very interesting book. Um, to Poor, just get... Edwin. <laughs> Poor Edwin. Poor Edwin. <laughs> You're so misunderstood. Goddamn okay. dragons. Goddamn dragons. Goddamn dragons. Okay. Um, but yes, the book was supposed to launch on October 20th, which was seven days before the original launch of Shadowlands. It is Four now... days ago. Huh? Yeah. Four days ago. Yeah, four days ago. So the book would have been out by now if Shadowlands hadn't been delayed. Um, so the book has been moved to November 24th. Now, going off the assumption that this book was supposed to launch in tandem with Shadowlands, that would put a Shadowlands launch at December 1st, which is round about where a lot of us were thinking. Give or take, yeah. Yeah, give or take, give or take a week. I don't know. Um, there's it's there's a lot of fuckiness with the current game. I'm not in beta, so I don't know. But there's still a lot of player anger. 
right now. There's still a lot of very angry voices about the current state of the beta. There's so... always angry voices, though. Yeah, but they kind of fucked up last time because they didn't listen to anybody going into BFA. So they seem to be, with the delay and everything, they seem to be kind of listening to the players. So it could be a longer delay. I mean, don't know. if they listened to the players, they would have pulled a ripcord by now. <laughs> Let's be honest. A ripcord that doesn't exist? Yeah. If they listened to the players, th- that would have been pulled by now. That would have been made and pulled. Yep. But it's not. So I'm going to say they're they're somewhat listening to the players. I'm not going to say they are. I'm going to say somewhat. Yeah, I mean, they may be like trying to take some extra time to like work on the systems to try to make them as palatable as possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's still a possibility. We could we could see a 2021. We could see Q1 2021. Uh, the that's good. Uh, it would be really bad for it would for Activision really Blizzard. Fucking it would bad be for Activision Blizzard. Well, to it, well it'd be really bad for Blizzard itself. Activision Blizzard would fuck them over. Yeah, because of that. If they miss if they miss the quarter four holiday launch date. Yep. Like this is already getting late as it is. Mm-hmm. Like if we start getting too close to December, ooh, might not be good for Activision Blizzard numbers. It's not really going to be great. In for which players case, either because you know. So they'd have to yeah. they'd have to delay the raid until two months of pre patch. <laughs> two fucking months of pre patch. No, it's not great. <laughs> and the longer they delay the expansion, the longer they're gonna have to delay the raid. Because if the if it is a mid to mid December release, then we're not gonna see the raid until mid to late January at the earliest. They're not. They will not release a raid tier over Christmas because they don't work over Christmas. They are on a yeah, skeletal sca- staff over mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year. They always mm-hmm. are every year. Mm-hmm. So they're not so. going to release an expansion and a raid tier at Christmas. Oh, this is going to be hilarious! I can't wait to this see. This is going to be a f- clusterfuck. It's already a clusterfuck. It's going to get worse. Like, only some Neff, of the shit agree? has hit the fan. All of it is coming. Do you agree, Neff? What, that it's going to be a clusterfuck? Oh, yes. That's already a clusterfuck. Oh, it, I was going to say, it already is a clusterfuck. There's like, no going yeah. to be about one, it. it, one, bag it of, one bag of flaming shit has hit the fan. We're just waiting for the other two tons to hit. Yep. Um, so I would definitely love to talk a little bit more about WoW stuff, uh, about how we currently feel about the game. Um, yeah. But let's go ahead and jump the rest of the new stuff, uh, get through that real quick, and then we can come up, we can, like, dial it back again and talk okay. a little bit more about that. Um, so y'all can all tune out now. <clears throat> I'm going to be talking Hearthstone for, for, a, for a few minutes. Y'all can all just dial it back and just like turn your brains off for I'd say the next five to ten minutes at most. I'm listening. So uh, they have announced the new expansion the the uh, the Q4 expansion for Hearthstone which is going to be Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. It is an old gods slash Dark Moon Fair themed expansion. Again? Old God themed, yes. So the old gods are back. All four of them will be players. Uh, all four of them have cards present in this expansion. Again, uh, and it's also going. To, yes, <laughs> it's also expansion. Yes, whispers of the old gods. 
<laughs> Continue. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so we have a uh, old gods themed uh, expansion, but it's also a Darkmoon Fair themed expansion. So there's going, there is a ton of new cards coming in. Of course, there's always the two hundo ish hundo fifty, hundred and fifteen to two hundred cards coming through. Um, they're all very interesting. The new old god cards are weird, but they're going to be a lot of really big power swings. The new Yog Saron card is really fucking broken there is a five percent chance that it casts rod of roasting which if you played the dungeon runs that's the one that just fires pyroblasts until a player dies yeah but randomly the old old god cards like really weird too and broken um yog was pretty broken until they fixed him so that he stops casting spells when he dies because the original Yogg-Saron card, uh, so Yogg-Saron is a Hearthstone legendary that uh, would cast a random spell for every spell you'd already cast during the game. Mm-hmm. Originally, even if Yogg-Saron died in the middle of the casts, his random spells, it would continue the spells. Nuts. He doesn't do that anymore. Eh, that's fun. <laughs> Uh, they patched him so that once he dies, his spell effect ends. So I, the new Yogg-Saron is kind of weird. It does a lot of, it does a lot of random things. So I'm not going to go too deep into like the card breakdowns and discussions, but uh, suffice to say, I'm not sure about this expansion. We'll have to see. Though I, I know a lot of the challenge deck hearthstone youtubers and twitch streamers are really excited because there's now a neutral treachery card uh in silas Darkmoon. <clears throat> so we'll have to see how that goes um i i literally wrote here <clears throat> like a bunch of hearthstone stuff that will bore everyone tear to tears so i won't bother <clears throat> But the other thing I am going to mention is that they do have the new game mode. This has been teased for a while. There yes. is a new new mode of play in the game. Patty Cakes was uh, asking called, about it. Yeah, Patty Cakes was specifically asking about it. Um, it's called Duels. And it is PvP Dungeon Run. So if you've played any of the Dungeon Runs, Kobolds and Catacombs, um, Rastakhan's Rumble, um, uh, 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 Witchwood, uh, if you've played the other Dungeon Runs, you're familiar with the format and how it works. This is a PvP dungeon run. Uh, it is currently only available as early access if you pre-purchase the Madness of the Dark Moon, Madness at the Dark Moon Fair expansion. Um, I'm not certain if it's on both tiers or if it's just on the $80 tier. If it's on the $80 tier, I probably won't be doing it right now because money. Um, but from what I've seen of it, I did a little bit of looking into it. It is super jank right now. Apparently, they've had to nerf and hotfix and buff and remove stuff from the game already from the mode. Uh, but if you're familiar with the dungeon run format, uh, you get a small deck of cards, usually between 10 and 16 cards to start with. I believe it's 16 to start with. And then you select a hero. And you get a special hero power that goes with it. And you select a treasure to start the run with. And then you go PvP. You are playing against other players in a dungeon run format. Um, it looks really interesting. There's a lot of broken bullshit that can happen with it. Just like in the original dungeon runs, there was 
there were broken things that you could do with that that just made every game super easy. I specifically remember uh, doing tests on Witchwood and just going Jades and going infinite on Jades on turn one. <clears throat> so, you know, you just suddenly have a board full of 12-12s. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, it looks really interesting. I want to give it a shot, uh, but I will probably be having to wait on that one. Uh, so, K sera sera sera. K sera But it looks it looks interesting. Um, I feel like they're kind of splitting their focus a bit much because they currently have battlegrounds. They've got they've got standard. They've got wild. They've got arena, and now they've got duels. Five separate play modes that you can go through. Not to mention solo adventure. Which so far the solo adventures for this year is not looking very interesting. It is the Book of Heroes stuff, and the Book of Heroes stuff is... Uh, it's okay. It's really very boring solo adventure stuff. Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, says Seth. And that's, that's what Seth, yeah, just, yeah. <clears throat> Which is okay, because I actually liked Battlegrounds. I like Battlegrounds. I still play a little bit of Battlegrounds, not so much right now. Uh, but I definitely need to look at... I want to take a look at Duels and see how it is. Um, it looks like a really interesting game mode. See, since I got into um, TFT, I stopped playing Battlegrounds. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's just... It's the classic auto-chess format, you know, from Dota, so... From the Dota mod scene, so really interesting to see how that goes. Um, I can't wait to see how Duels ends up shaping up. Um, and the other one, other small thing for Hearthstone I wanted to talk about was the new progression system. They have completely released all the information relating to it. So quests will no longer be granting you gold. Gold will now come from the reward tracks. There are reward tracks per season. There is a free track. All of the gold rewards on the progression track are on the free track. So all of the gold rewards and all of the all of the actual card, all the things that affect your gameplay, so all of your card rewards, all of your gold rewards, all of that stuff is on the free track. Everything on the premium track is a cosmetic item. Uh, custom coin and custom coin cards, so it it changes what the coin looks like and things like that. Uh, hero portrait stuff, things of that nature. That's all on the free track. That's all on the premium track. So it's cosmetic only on the premium track. <clears throat> Which is how things like that should be. Yeah, so it's cosmetic only on the premium track, and it's on uh, the free track has got all of your actual gameplay rewards. So all the stuff you would have gotten normally from just logging in and doing your daily quests <clears throat> are on that track, are on the free track. So... I think a lot of people did the math and basically said that if you play a consistent amount of Hearthstone, you will get through your track and you will end up net positive on gold versus the old quest system. So good. So can't wait to see how this ends up going. It looks interesting. I don't like tracks, but at the same time, the fact that everything is on the free track makes it a little bit makes it a little bit, you know, more palatable. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm really going to talk about with Hearthstone because I could, again, talk for another 30 minutes about Hearthstone, and I'm not going to do that. Um, 
So, in a sad state of affairs, StarCraft II has officially entered life support mode. Mm-hmm. They are officially in full maintenance mode. They will no longer be generating any new content. So, war chests, co-op commanders, co-op maps, anything. No more. No more support for it. Yep. Which is very sad. Uh, so, it will only be maintenance and uh, balance bug fixes and things like that. Um, they are going to still continue to support um, StarCraft in the same manner as they are supporting previous long-standing games like Brood Wars, Heroes of the Storm. Um, although Heroes is actually getting new content compared to StarCraft uh, going forward. Yep. I um, think they specifically mentioned Brood War and like did. Diablo 2. Yeah. I think they mentioned like Brood War Diablo 2, uh, which are games that no longer receive new content, but are still supported and maintained by during, on the blog post, they quoted um, what this means is that we're not going to be producing additional for purchase content such as commanders and war chests, but we will continue to do season rolls and necessary balance fixes moving forward. So we're still gonna we're still gonna see our seasonal ladders uh, update. We're still gonna see that kind of stuff. Balance changes if something happens, but overall we won't be seeing any new assets or new content, which is sad. But yeah, it is what it is. The game is eight years old at this point i think wings of liberty came out in 2012 yeah i think so <clears throat> so the game the game overall is five plus years old so not surprising that they're not going to be releasing new assets and new content for it but sad nonetheless um the other thing, uh, the other little bit of Activision Blizzard stuff is currently the Haunting of Verdansk event is live in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, it is Warzone specific. Uh, pick up 16 brand new cosmetic items. Uh, if you get all 16 of them, you do get a new blueprint growl called the Pumpkin Punisher. I'm going to add something to that. There is apparently a known glitch that's happening, um, not to everybody, but to some people. Some people are actually getting all 16 of their cosmetic items and their blueprints not unlocking. And right now, while they're trying to figure it out and get the fix in, apparently the only way to go and fix it is to go back to each of the areas and just oh. try and loot because apparently one of them will end up letting you loot it a second time and then it'll fix it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I heard about that, so that's very frustrating for some people, but I understand. Well, especially because, like, you know, you might get lucky and get it out of the box on your first try, or it could take you, like, 16, 17 boxes before you get the item. So if you have to go back to all of those 16 areas because you don't know which one it is that didn't flag correctly, that's so time-consuming to have to do it a second time. Or yep. just wait for the fix. Mm. Assuming they actually get a fix out because this is fucking... This is fucking Activision and Call of Duty. True. I, yeah, but they have been pretty damn fast with their fixes for most things. How long did they leave the SPR and the Val in? Too long is what I'm saying. Too long. Uh, uh, how quickly did they did they did they hotfix the um the gun that you could shoot from one end of the map to the other? As Val, two weeks. As Val, two weeks. Was it that long? Almost two weeks. I thought it was much faster than that. 
Um, so yeah, Call of Duty stuff going on. Um, in other news, um, the final of the Night City Wire podcasts went live uh, this last week. Uh, finishing up that series by CD Projekt Red for the game, of course, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I know I'm going to absolutely disappoint Seth and not really talk about it because I didn't watch it. Just fuck off, Seth. <laughs> it, like, looks okay, I guess. I mean, the game, it's okay. <laughs> Seth's gonna murder you. I know he is. Um, so, um, Neff, I know you've done a little bit of looking into this next one. Yes. <clears throat> um, and thank you to Seth for linking this to me because I hadn't realized that this had happened. He sent me the video. Um, so Immortals Phoenix Rising has, um, they did another round of play videos with a bunch of people. Um, it still looks like um, Breath of the Wild-esque, but it's it, it, there's definitely a lot more. Um, there's a whole dialogue with um, Zeus and Prometheus are kind of like the narrators of the story. And the humor between the two of them is like totally just go and watch the videos because if you have like that dry, Chris, you would probably actually really enjoy the humor between the two of them. It's that it's almost a British sense of humor. It's very dry and like kind of not quite so overt like the American stuff is. Go figure, it's made in Canada. Um, but the, the humor between the two of the narrators is just fucking brilliant. Um, at one point, they're discussing the myth of how Aphrodite comes to be, and Zeus is narrating how she comes to be, and Prometheus is like, uh, no, that's not what happens. And then Whisper explains to Zeus, and Zeus is like, oh, that's disgusting! You're sick! So, for those of you who don't know about the creation myth of Aphrodite... She came from a titan's testicles and the sea foam that rose. Yep. But the way Zeus tells it is not at all like that. And then Prometheus is like, no, that, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, it's super fucking funny, though. And the gameplay itself also looks really, really fun. Um, I will give it a no watch. Other... Pardon? I will give it a watch when I get a chance. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth taking a look at. Um, it I, I was kind of on the fence of maybe I'll get it when it goes on sale, but I think this is going to be a must-buy for me, sale or not. So, um, so other news that came out real quick. is that... Um, real, real, real quick, quick, real quick. What? Sorry, quick. what? I was just going to say, please remember, folks, this is the game that Monster Energy Drink sued over. Okay, so originally it was supposed to be called Gods and Monsters, and Monster Energy Drink sued Ubisoft because... Or, or sent, them a, sent, sent them a sternly worded letter. No, no, they actually filed. They did actually file? Yeah, they okay. did actually file. Um, and basically said that using the name Gods and Monsters, it misconstrues because people are going to confuse it with our energy drink. And basically, Ubisoft was just like, fuck it, we'll change the name, because to which fight is, it in court, they would have had to delay shit. Which is why the name is so kind of weird looking. <laughs> the Immortals Phoenix Rising. Well, Phoenix is the name of the character that you play. Oh, I, I, that's another thing that came out. Phoenix can be male or female. You can customize your character to look however you want, not just at the beginning of the game, but at any point going through. 
And Not in my goddamn world. Shut up. <laughs> and... I'm taking a fucking draw. <laughs> Stop killing Chris. <clears throat> you okay, hon? Yep. Never. <coughs> yep, I think my lungs just burnt, but I'm okay. Mm. <laughs> um... <laughs> And there's there's different cosmetics to the weapons and the wings and all that stuff. Sorry. Anyways, um, other interesting news that came out is they are um, they're going to have both cross-gen progression for their console versions of their games. So anybody who starts it on the current version, so Xbox One, if you then get the new Xbox or PS4 to PS5, your game because your game saves are saved to the cloud you will be able to continue the same game on the other platform without having to start over. Um, but they're also doing cross-platform progression. So if you're playing Valhalla on both your um, computer and your console, again, same game because it's, it's cloud-safe. So you won't have to have two different, two different levels of progression depending on what platform you're playing on. It's going to be cross-platform. Which I think is actually really fucking smart. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah cross platform. You just wish more people were being, were were full class cross platform with you know cloud saving and all that stuff. But ha 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 um, so, in other news, um, we now have our third Blizzard spinoff studio in, like, a year. Yep. Well, this, is Blizzard. this is the second in a month. Second in a month, and it's, like, the third in a year, in the yep. last year. But, uh, specifically, the new studio, following on the heels of Ben Brode's uh, Second Dinner and Mike Morheim's Dream Haven, is Frost Giant Studios. Which is made up of uh, Chris. You had the exact names for some of those people. Uh, Tim Morton, I think. Yes. Let me get the details because I had it on my screen. Uh, so we have um, <clears throat> Tim Morton, uh, uh, who was the uh, former production director for StarCraft II, uh, and Tim Campbell, uh, former game director for Wastelands Three, as well as the campaign designer for Warcraft Three: The Frozen Throne. And if you actually look through their entire team. Every single person on their team had something to do with a Blizzard product or Blizzard esports. Mm -hmm. um, um, so Frost Giant is our third spin-off studio in the last year, which is insane. Was Ben Brode last year? Was Ben Brode twenty nineteen? I think he was twenty nineteen. That's what I very might have been Jesse Brophy, their art design, their art director. Mm -hmm. He is the lead. He was the lead artist on StarCraft two and principal artist on Diablo four. That's a recent one. Yeah. Well, principal art, like, he could have done the principal art for... Remember, they've been working on Diablo 4 for, God, years at this point. Yeah, but the question game is, development which, is still pretty recent. Yeah, but the question is, which version of Diablo 4? Because remember, they've already scrapped at least one version of Diablo 4 up to this point. True. True. So, it depends on how many art assets were reused, because principal art is one of those things you do pretty early on, so... But yeah, every single member of their team has had their hands in Blizzard products uh, mm -hmm. in, their, in their careers. 
So they have la- they launched a Kickstarter, or was I'm not it Indiegogo? Sure. I'm not sure. There's, it's not clear on the. They basically started a crowdfunding campaign uh, because they are launching the next generation RTS. These are people with a lot of RTS background, so it would only make sense that they would launch a Kickstarter or a crowdfunding campaign for a brand new RTS, Jean, brand new RTS to enter the genre, which I hope goes well for them because RTS as a genre is pretty dead. Yep. Uh, Mobile's kind of took that over um yeah yeah if you most of the team is most of the team were built around starcraft 2 and warcraft 3 and warcraft 3 reforged so they've all got the experience and all got the background for uh, solo ah. rts games so it's not crowdfunding sorry i was wrong about that um that is venture funding it looks like what is venture funding uh so venture capitalists so uh interested investors basically um so the list of individuals they've received funding from is bitcraft one up ventures gc tracker uh riot games and griffin gaming partners so yeah um so yeah this is uh interesting uh the main team is and this is this is from a mmo champion article which we will have in the show notes um uh, the main team is currently formed of eight Blizzard Entertainment veterans with plans to advance the RTS genre by applying what they've learned from players over the last 10 years. They want to specifically lower the barrier of entry into RTS games. So that'll be interesting to see what they end up getting to do there. And development will focus primarily on PC since RTS games are best played with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, anybody who suffered through StarCraft 64 knows that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. StarCraft was on the N64. That kind of blows my mind. I didn't know that. It was actually it was it was playable. It was super playable. But yeah, it was actually on the uh, N64 using the Trident, the classic Trident controller to play an RTS offline on your TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's been other stuff going on. Uh, we haven't really, we don't really have anything else in our news section. We didn't really give too much of a fucks about it. There's been plenty of stuff. Uh, Baldur's Gate three is uh, early access. We mentioned that last week. I believe on the last show. Everybody's there is a lot of bugs. There's a lot of bugs. It's it's, it's early access. It's buggy as shit, but. Like the actual game well, itself. A lot of fine. people are basically saying, like, just leave it for now. Like, even if you don't, even if you're supporting them, like buying the early access, just don't play the game yet. Just give it some time. Let them do some development work on there it. There was a criticism that was made previously on the last show that I have that I miss when I wasn't. Oh wow, Stone just raided us. Hi. Hey Stone, how you doing, everybody? That's Hi. A, that's a that's a big Hi, party. Hi people. Thanks. Thank you for the hey, raid. That's really folks. sweet of you. <laughs> Thank you for the raid, Stone. We do appreciate you, buddy. Everybody that's going to be listening to the podcast version of this is going to be oh, uh, very confused. Bad nightbot. Oh, bad nightbot. Un- night yeah. Chris, you really have to get that thing set up correctly. I really do. Um, I really do. I'll fix it. I'm sorry. <gasps> um. <Yay! laughs> 
I'll fix, I'll fix so, it. <laughs> so we've been kind of talking, we're kind of talking right now about just, uh, yeah, um, I yeah, mean, there's just a lot of really there, weird things, but like Larian Studio specifically. Larian's a fantastic developer. They do good work. Um, just uh, make sure that I personally am of the opinion that just leave the game aside for now so, and pick it up in six months. There was a criticism that was made in regards to the actual um, the actual uh, NPCs that you party up with that they all hate I, and you. I was quoting I was quoting it in an interview I was quoting an article somebody had written yeah they don't all hate you one of them hates you because I'm pretty sure she's supposed to hate you just because of who she's she a, is she's a bitch she's a, she's a gift they hate she's, everybody yes, exactly. she's a gift she's a Yankee. they hate everyone so she's supposed to hate you that's fine there's a trickery domain cleric who's a bit of a bitch but I think I can win her over <laughs> huh I, I, everyone I'm, else I'm, seems really I'm, nice. <laughs> I, I, I feel like just if you're going to buy it, buy it. Like, support them. Give them the early access money, but just don't play it for another six months. Give it some time. Give it two months, three months, six months, whatever. Uh, but yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to buy the game. I'm going to buy the game. I love Baldur's Better. Gate, even though it's really not Baldur's Gate. It's not Baldur's Gate. It's not, but, but it's fun. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. It's just not developed by if, Black Isle, and it's not an isometric... Three quarters you, overhead view. If you enjoyed the gameplay of Divinity, you will enjoy mm. the gameplay of Baldur's Gate because it is made by the same people. It is running. It, it's Divinity. It's it's, it's Divinity with a D and D veneer. It's Divinity with an actual rule system. I mean, Divinity has a rule system. It's, it's Divinity with an actual explained. like D and D rule system. It's just poorly explained. It is very poorly explained in Divinity. Um, but no, yeah, it, it, no, hundred percent. The actual, the actual rule system is working really well they've had to obviously they've had to change a few things like trickery domain clerics their invoke duplicity works very differently from what actually works in the rule book um but mm. it, it it helps a lot in terms of giving giving your allies advantage and things like that um guiding bolt works the exact same as it does in the in the gameplay um you've got the actual class features down to pretty close to where they should be the warlocks they're they are eldritch blast buffs to add their charisma modifier that all works um it, yeah the actual mechanics of 5e are working very well in, in the gameplay standpoint we don't have access to all the classes yet obviously um but i think i think as far as i'm aware you want to get all of the players handbook classes in at a minimum is that what they said mm -hmm. i believe that's what they said yeah which is a shit ton of classes so there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of options for players i i think they might be biting off more than they can chew with that one i i would agree it's, it's, a, it's a fuck ton of work it's an absolute yep. nightmare of work because clerics alone have so many baseline domains mm-hmm just yeah, they have the most variety available to them. Just baseline. Yep. Although they did get the arcane trickster working on rogue. Arcane trickster works pretty yet, well. And yet hunters are still useless. Yep. Doesn't matter. Rangers what, are still does, useless. Doesn't matter what fucking version of D and D you play. Rangers are useless, and it sucks. Because I love rangers. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, I it's like did anybody else have anything they really wanted to kind of chit chat about like specifically with new studios or anything before we kind of dial it back to the wow stuff the wow sort of anything in general kind of stuff uh let's see uh i believe the division 
2 season started recently. Uh, I think I think it's six weeks until it finishes. You get all the cosmetic stuff. It's just like standard season trackers. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of really nice cosmetics you can get from it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Neff, anything else you wanted to kind of go over? Like uh, new news before we retread the old news? No. No, I just want to start gaming because the kid's not his dad's so that I get to use the computer for the weekend. So <laughs> let's, let's fucking go. Let's let's talk about some more of WoW then Such very quickly. Angry, Such an angry, angry gremlin child. Such an angry gremlin child. Oh, he actually got me hooked on Call of Duty. <laughs> I know, it's hilarious. Um, so... <sighs> Chris, I know you and Net specifically have been playing a lot of the beta. Um, this is the chance Elby's in here also with us. This is a chance for him to chime in also if he's got anything. It's like, I don't think they're ready. They need no. at least another month. They they're need another ready. month they're at minimum. Yeah, no, I would agree. They're definitely not ready for, for launch at the moment. Um, leveling alone is get, is getting changed every Thursday. Leveling a load, the yeah. leveling curve for Shadowlands Lord is going to change every Thursday. We haven't really seen. Which is problematic. Yeah, which is not great because uh, that's one of the first things that should have been kind of ironed out. Chris, can I interrupt for one second? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so we have a request, and LB, you're not muted in the channel, so Stone is asking for you to actually speak so Carrie can hear your voice. So say hello. He's not going to. You know that. You asked yeah. him to do something. He's not going to do it. Um, Elfie, would you please say hello to Carrie? He's not going to. No, he won't. <laughs> he's absolutely not going to. Um, uh, and we're talking specifically about the 50 to 60, um, 50 the 50 to 60, to 60 yeah. curve. 50 to 60 curve is a absolute nightmare right now. Nightbot, I am gonna, again. I am gonna turn off Nightbot. You all talk while I Please turn off Nightbot. Please say thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so the leveling curve 50 to 60 is garbage right now. That much I know. It is absolute god awful. Um, I know in the beginning people were saying, oh, it's going too slow, and now and then it's going too fast, and now it's going too slow, and now it's just kind of all over the place, and they're changing it on a week-to-week -week basis. And that's just, like, insane. Okay, Nightbot is leaving. Bye, Nightbot. Everyone say bye to Nightbot. Yay. Oh, bye, Fuck Nightbot. off, Nightbot. <laughs> um, Carrie, before I forget, if you want to hear LB talk sometime, just come hang out on our Discord because he does actually speak. He does actually he does. talk to us. He is he is an actual yeah. person, believe it or not. He is a myth. Um, he is a legend. And a myth, yes. Um, so, yeah, the leveling experience 50 to 60 is just god-awful right now. And the worst, when it... Bastion, so from what it looks like, Bastion and Maldraxxus are relatively okay. They're not great, they're not perfect, but they're okay. When you hit Ardenveld and Revendreth, that's when it hits the fan. That's when it gets really bad. So this is a game that was supposed to have launched three like days. a week from now. No, no three oh, days. Like a week. It was three days. Three days. It's supposed to launch. Oh, in three days, yep. it was supposed to have launched. Yeah, two weeks of pre-patch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was supposed to. It's supposed to launch this coming Tuesday, without the delay, obviously. Yeah, so this is a game that was supposed to have launched two weeks ago. Uh, in, in, in a week, basically. <clears throat> it's not ready. It's not... It, it's nowhere near fucking ready. It's nowhere near fucking ready. Holy shit. Completely timed Stone out. Jesus. Untime out Stone. Yeah. There we go. I fixed it. Stone can talk again. 
Yeah, it's 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 insane that this is the state the game is in. What I'm concerned about is the the developers and the playtesters and the QA people. Like, oh my god, if they're shooting for one month from now, basically, for launch, A, the player base is gonna riot. Yep. Because of pre-patch for this long. Yep. And B, like they're gonna burn out their people. I am just waiting mm-hmm. for They're gonna burn out their people and it's gonna be in it's gonna be brutal. I am just waiting for the I, eventual I, we're not launching glad, until January. So I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not glad they pulled back because it's definitely not ready. I'm glad they pulled back. The problem is is the people who are working on it are now in an extended crunch. Mm-hmm. I am waiting it's just it's exhausting for them. I am waiting for the yeah, we're delaying it till January. Yeah, and it's like we were just talking about this before at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, that I I don't doubt at all that that's going to happen. Like we we don't have an announced date. The fact that we don't have a we're delaying it to this specific date. It's still eh, we're delaying it. We don't. Yeah, it it's. Eh, I don't think we're going to see it before Christmas. I I'll be shocked if we if, do. If we don't see it before Christmas, if we don't see it before, I would say at the very 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 latest second week of December. We're not seeing it this year. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I just, I don't know. Like, this has been an absolute clusterfuck for them, and I'm worried. Like, remember how we got all? Everybody was like, "Oh no, they laid off the Scotland office." What happens when they miss their France? They miss their launch, misplanned launch. France office. Well, Scotland, like the UK offices originally, they original remember they let go the entire support staff and QA staff. That was a lot of those jobs they let go. What was it two years the ago? One in London. London, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, and then they rehired all the, all the jobs. So Stone saying, do you think they're still deciding on the whole pull the ripcord thing? Um, ripcord no. doesn't exist. The they have said the yeah. ripcord doesn't so, exist. So in the early, in the one of the earliest interviews with Ian and Preach, I think it was, he mm-hmm. said, yeah. "Yes, we have a ripcord. We if if it needs to happen, we can do it." And then when they announced when when he did that big post saying we're not that they're essentially not doing it, he flat out said, "There's no system that allows us to do this. There's no way for them to actually do it." Correctly. So essentially, he flat out lied. In the initial mm-hmm. interview, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and no, then went back on it. Then, then tried to backpedal on it when he when he gave us the information. Yep. So, so it's uh, it's not for starters that is not good for community trust. No, it's not in the slightest. If 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 it's a system you want to stick with, fuck, have the backbone to fucking stick with it. Don't lie yeah. to your community. That is yeah. a complete breach of trust. That that. It's going to take a long time for the community to trust Ian again. I can guarantee that. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Like, you've got these very vocal, like, community pillars, like Preach and individuals like that. Like, they, they don't trust him anymore. Like, I get that it's like there might be, like, one hand not talking to the other. But at the same time, it's like you said that very publicly. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's not. This is not good. And... I expect at the end of this, we might see head troll. You know, no one can say we sit and praise Blizzard all the time. It's nice. <laughs> no one can say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I will not be surprised if if Activision down heads roll. 
yep. at the end of this all. No, I agree. This is um, this is worst case scenario for them in regards to building towards the expansion. If this expansion, mm-hmm. when it does come out, is BFA two point blow- if it doesn't blow sub numbers and sales out of the water, um, yeah, they've got problems, man. They've got a lot of issues that are going to be coming can, up, and that's. Can I raise a point that I've been seeing a lot since they actually started refund allowing refunds? Yeah, um, the amount of people that I'm seeing on the forums complaining about after the refunded, I've lost access to my boosted character that I use for the Shadowlands 100, 120 boost, and I've lost access to my allied race Death Knight. Yeah, those were expansion features. You refunded. Why are you yeah. complaining about refunding something and losing access to something that came with that expansion that you just refunded? Why? Yeah, you entitled little shit bucket. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, sorry, but that's just, been frustrating I, I, me. That's been frustrating me to no end. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I just, I, I, I'm worried. I'm worried for the employees at this point. I don't give a shit about the game. I don't give a shit about the game. Oh yeah. I have played Blizzard. I have played WoW for years and years and years. I support Blizzard products. I always have. Mm-hmm. I. I'm worried about their people. The yeah. Like. Like the like the rank and file people, I'm worried about them because the this minions. is this is the kind of sh- this is the kind of shit where it just all rolls downhill. Like, I I'm gonna call this right now, and this is like this is a long shot. I don't think we've got too much longer with Brack. I don't Yay. know if he's gonna be around <laughs> too much longer. I'm like sorry. So ever, ever since, ever since the you think you don't, you do, but you don't. I cannot, I cannot stand that man. I really cannot. And and it's still going strong. Is the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, it's like they're on phase four. They're, they're heading they're, into. They're heading into next. They're heading into yeah, next Ramus. But you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> and it's by far been it a is, very strong supporter for subs it's been a very strong like drive it, on subs still wow classic is keeping wow us as keeping wow alive right now whether blizzard well, wants to admit it or not. i think that's i think that's a before bit of a pre-patch over, before pre-patch i would say it is yeah maybe before pre-patch I, think, I would say it is but it's like i don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna blame brack or if if he's gonna be the one under the chopping block or if it's just gonna be a swath of employees like regular rank and file employee i'm worried that it would be a swath of rank and file employees that are gonna get the shit can for this yep. that are gonna get the shit into the stick because of this no we you know that's gonna happen and it sucks it, it is absolutely disgusting that that's gonna happen but you know it's gonna happen at the end of the mm-hmm. day um, I just, you know, I, I, it's just gonna be real fucking sad, but they have, they have shit the bathwater this whole way through this thing so far. Now, here's the thing. If, if and when Mr. Brack is, um, no longer in his current position, I can guarantee you an Activision higher up is going to get thrown in there. Oh yeah. If, if this goes poorly... This is going to be a further nail on the coffin of Blizzard as an independent entity. Yep. I can guarantee it an Activision higher up is just going to get thrown in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've already... This is just another in the long series of missteps Blizzard's made. Like, mm-hmm. if if 
if Shadowlands is not like out of the gate running and screaming, stuff's gonna happen. Stuff is just gonna absolutely happen. And I mean, it's just like they've hemorrhaged so much good talent over the last two years. Now, what I'll say is obviously the current issue, the the current crisis that the world's experiencing, obviously that's going to have had a massive effect and that's swapping to working from home. All of that's going to have put the delay on on the expansion as a whole. But the general handling of a lot of the things is what's more concerning. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Every single person on this planet, every single person who plays WoW would understand a delay because of the pandemic. Every single mm-hmm. person would understand delay because of that. Uh, you're projecting a little bit there. Okay, okay. <laughs> a good a good majority. The, the, the quiet the majority, majority. The majority. The quiet the majority, majority would be will under, The quiet majority will understand. The vocal minority who are just <clears throat> angry little people will not be happy. But the majority will be happy and deal with it yeah. because the, the angry little people are always angry little people. But it, whatever. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So, but the majority would understand. But the fact that this delay is happening because of failures on Blizzard's end is what's what's is what's putting the nail in this coffin here. Well, it's like it's it's the same story all the time. Mm-hmm. You hear this from all sorts of other publishers and developers as well, too. It's like, uh, what was it? Relic Studios had just some bad runs at one point, and they just kind of got shit on. This is it's one of the reasons why I like supporting indie developers, people that are not associated with any of the larger developers or publishers. Because this is just going to be is it going to be bad? It's not going to be great. Um, no, no, yeah not looking forward to it in the slightest. Um, but on the other hand of it, not, that's not just to shit talk it. I mean, they've got, they've done a lot of good stuff except for that fucking costume. I will say it looks adorable in Valpera. Other than that, it looks weird as hell. <laughs> so the carnival style Sprite darter costume, the bright is an absolute, it is an absolute nightmare fuel. I mean, in fairness, Brightwing is absolute nightmare fuel. Yeah, Brightwing is nightmare fuel. So, but this costume is nightmare fuel too. It kind this of costume fits. is absolute nightmare fuel. So, but but the thing is, if that's that's what they were going for, I think, because it is it is essentially a Brightwing cosplay, and Brightwing is yeah. nightmare fuel. For anyone who's played Heroes of the Storm, you know Brightwing is nightmare fuel. So. It fits that the costume in WoW is also kind of nightmare fuel. It really kind of fits. <laughs> it looks like some eyes wide shut shit, okay? <laughs> it does. That's why I kind of love it. It is some eyes wide shut, weird, weird cult orgy, but, like, this is the horror in the background watching silently kind of shit. But let's talk about that, though, because this is Blizzard's first real toe dipping into on uh, store-based transmog gear. Let's not even mention those fucking helms because they don't count. They were garbage and they were $20 a pop. They don't count. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Do you really think it's store-based transmog gear? I think it was going to be this year's BlizzCon thing. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um... Well, no, Elby. It's not technically $90 because it's your sub-fee and then you get that with it. Or you buy it separately. So I think you're just you're splitting here is there, man. I think I think the BlizzCon thing 
is a possibility. I think it's an outside possibility, but it's a possibility. But remember, we're also getting BlizzCon Line. Yeah, so BlizzCon Line would be... Um, no, no, I can't call it that. BlizzCon Online. <laughs> that's... We're going to get... We're gonna, that's where we're probably going to get some extra stuff. It's not $90. I usually believe Elby when he says stuff, because he usually does checking, his research. I'm double-checking, but I'm like 90% sure it is not $90. There is doubt because LB is mentioning it, but I'm I'm pretty fucking confident. I've learned not to doubt LB when he fact checks us on the stream on the show. I'm checking because you can buy LB it separately. Wants to argue and fact check us. He should have. Uh, to talk. Let's see the sprite. So if it's ninety dollars in the US, y'all are getting fucked because in the UK it's seventeen pounds for that standalone. Even now, so y'all are getting fucked if it's ninety dollars in the US. Maybe they'll change it later. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so it's regardless. It is twenty-five Canadian for just the transmog. Yeah, so even in, even for Canadians, you're getting fucked. <laughs> there is a standalone version uh, that's out with the sub. Yep, without the sub, standalone version is twenty-five Canadian. So yeah, it'd be about twenty bucks US, which is what I said. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I I don't have a dog in this fight. I think it looks terrifying and it's dumb, and I hate paid cosmetics. I got it's it like, for free so because my I, my subscription just happened to renew, and I have a six month. So as, whatever. As someone who plays Final Fantasy fourteen and is Hi. one of those people that likes to buy some of the cosmetics on the store because they are purely cosmetic and look fabulous. Um, I am okay with them dipping their toes into this. I am 100% okay with them dipping their toes into this. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they had a good run just selling mounts and pads. I mean... And toys. What I what I will continue to say is I have no issue with cosmetic stuff being on a uh, in-game store, even if the game has a sub a sub a sub fee. Final Fantasy does it very well. Their prices are relatively reasonable for all of their all of their cosmetic options. I think seventeen pounds is a little high. I think it's a little high. Maybe drop two pounds off that. And it's a bit more reasonable. Well, remember, Heroes of the Storm also had ridiculous fucking monetization for their skins. Yeah, they fixed a lot of yeah. that now. I know, I know they fixed it eventually, but it was just like, remember when Heroes of the Storm came out and the cosmetics were like 15 bucks a pop for basic shit? That's what I'm saying, though. I think I think the pricing's a little high, but I don't have an issue with them having the option for pure cosmetic items on the store. If they start moving into player power, that's where the issue arises. But if they continue Aw, uh, but you the... don't want level boosts for full price of the game? Les level boosts are... I don't see level boost as player power. I see that as purely just skipping a, a tedious part of the game. Moving the into actual in-game content. The I don't laziest see, of lazy now, man options? I don't see the point in level boosts anymore. I think there's no reason for them anymore. Didn't they take it off the store now? Is it off the store now? Is level boost gone? I thought that was one of the ones they got rid of. Yeah, I'm looking. No, Shadowland level boost is still there. Okay. Yeah. It's still fifty pounds. I don't see the point in there being level boosts anymore. Um, no, consider how fast you can level now. One of one of our guys level his priest from one to fifty in one setting. It is that easy to level now. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, I don't see the point. Gary has, Gary has said when he goes try hard, he can do it in about four and a half hours. I think it was. Yeah, that's what he said, give or take. So there's, which is insane. But mm. I am a hundred percent okay with sheer cosmetic items being on the store. Um, it's it's nice to be able to just grab something. Oh, I like that. I want to use that. Grab it. I'm, I've got the extra cash. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad. It's not a. It's not a bad thing to me if it's all cosmetic. Yeah, the cosmetic stuff is fine and well enough. I, I'm not a big fan of paying full price for a game and then having microtransactions attached to the game. But I do understand when it comes down to, you know, continued support of the game and actual development of the game. I understand that those are sometimes a necessary evil. I but at the same time, I don't like them. I can't fault Blizzard for it because I engage in it when it comes to League of Legends. I engage in it when it comes to uh, uh, Final Fantasy. I engage in it with other games that have in-game cosmetics. I can't fault them for it. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't move into player power, I cannot fault them. That's fair. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Which I think um, is a fair standpoint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not denying it. I'm not disagreeing with you either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so, my takeaway at the end of all of this is that I really want Dreamhaven, Second Dinner, and Frost Giant to actually... I want one of them to make an MMO. Doing. I want one of them to make I a new want, MMO, a fantasy-based MMO. I just, I just want one of them to actually announce the projects they're working on. I'm telling you right now, if, if Dreamhaven makes uh, publishes a new MMO that is essentially wow, <laughs> I will probably jump ship. Not gonna lie. Depending on how it is, depending on how good it looks, depending on if it feels like what it should no actually no Seth's right I want a star I want a sci-fi MMO sci-fi MMO like a proper sci-fi MMO not like uh oh we're using like bullets give me some fucking phasers give me some ships give me that shit that's what <laughs> I want give me make a better Star Trek online that's what I want a better Star Trek online Star Trek online is pretty okay. good but I like I love the ship combat in Star Trek Online, but the ground combat is Holy fucking shit. garbage. Okay, so I hadn't looked up Second Dinner in a while. Um, they're actually apparently working with Marvel on something. Ooh, Second Dinner—that's probably going to be a card game. Uh, you don't know. They've got people that have worked on WoW. They've got people that have worked on Hearthstone, Halo, a bunch of other stuff. So could be anything. Yeah, but is there a, is, is there a Marvel card game out there? Uh, there was in the nineties. Bring it that was back. Terrible. Bring it that was back. Absolutely and, terrible. Bring that back and back and revamp it. Make it something that actually works in the current uh, in the modern era. You don't era. want to. It was it was god awful. I played it once or twice. It was absolutely god awful. I don't know then. That's that's that would be what I would suggest if they're working with. Marvel. And honestly, I don't think we're going to see any new MMOs with, especially with the world being kind of shitty on the ropes. If that's, that's actually going to be a thing or not, because I mean, the Amazon's world, already canceled Crucible. Amazon already canceled fire. Crucible. <laughs> yep. Well, Amazon's already canceled Crucible, which was their 
FPS-ish kind of thing? I didn't even know anything about it, really. I heard about it when they did the announcement initially, and I never really followed it. But yeah, Crucible no longer exists. That was canceled, and they refunded people. Um, and The World is the other game that they're working on, and I think some of us played it, but I don't know. But yeah, I don't know, man. The world just know. needs to stop being on fire, and things will start being okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think MMOs are really a gross genre right now, personally. No, probably not right now. They're not really. They haven't really been a gross genre for a while. But oh well. Um, I think we've padded this out as long as we fucking possibly can at this point. So, I agree. Um. um so, uh, final thoughts, uh, Chris. Blizzard needs to pull their finger out, and like you said, it's the shit for this is going to fall back on the the. The, the the underlings as it were compared to mm-hmm. the big guy but ugh, Jesus Christ this needs to this needs to be fucking cleaned up it's a mess yep Neff I need a new computer chair <laughs> Jesus did it break part of the wheel fell off I mean, at least it didn't break and you're on the floor. That's a positive, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, my final thought is that when Kevin's not here, we end up just rambling. Yeah, but we we do that anyway. Kind of fun. It is. Um, do that, don't do that. Chris, five um, seconds. Don't be a dick. Wear a mask. Neff. Neff, five seconds. Oh, please wear a fucking mask. Uh, go fucking vote if you're in the U.S. Early voting's active in most oh, places. That too. That too. If you're yeah. American, go fucking sucks, vote. I don't know where my. Sucks. Go vote. <laughs> I don't have I don't have my sticker, but my vo- I, I I've already gone and done my early voting. I posted yeah, it. In the I guys are and if you haven't voted yet, make a fucking plan. Like and make I a don't plan care. to vote. I don't care who yeah. you're voting for, just vote. I don't care who the fuck you vote for. Fucking engage in goddamn democracy. You pieces of shit. And LB says go watch Borat's subsequent movie film. Um, that is going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at CTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat. That is with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Magi. Of course, I'm at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Neth is at Nethwitch. Send emails to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. We'd love to hear from you all. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on Twitch.tv slash AzerothCTC. Uh, join us on our Discord. There are links on AzerothCTC.com. And for links to the show, you can visit our website at that same address, azerothctc.com. Choose to review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. We are on a lot of different platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. We'd also love if you followed us on Twitch. It would be fantastic. Say sellout, boys and girls. Sellout. Sellout.